0: Hi, um, in this fifth of five prayer videos, I want to talk about making um, prayer, meditation, and contemplation your daily and life practice. This is how I interpret um, the contemplative life or the heart of the contemplative life again i want to emphasize that this is how i have adapted it over time and i think it's up to everyone to make their own unique way of fashioning a contemplative life and i do want to underscore that for some people gardening is the way some for some people walking and Long distance running are the way. For some people, um, swimming might be the way. Uh, Walking on the beach, everyone I think is so beautifully and wonderfully and excitingly unique that that means that all of us have to find our own way of fashioning a contemplative practice. Having said that, uh, I use Centering Prayer as the heart of my contemplative practice. And again, if there were one book that I would recommend, it would be Cynthia Bregeau's The Heart of Centering Prayer. Now, let me say that I am so taken with recent thinking of the sages that I read that we right now, at this moment of the 21st century, are in the process of the dying of an old story, of a story that we've been working on and with and by that is clearly not working. We've built a civilization on this story and it is the story of separateness. It is the old bad news. It includes um, a sense that there is a hierarchy of persons based on human standards. They're part of who we are biologically, but it's not the most important and ultimate thing to say about us. These things that separate us and divide us, our gender, our class, our skin color, um, all of those things are a part of the story of separateness, and they always lead to competition and domination coercion the lack of cooperation and compassion and love there is a new story it's an ancient story and it also has a freshness a newness and some call it the story of interbeing not that Simply, we are interlocked, but that we are a part of one another. Uh, Some call it uh, the ecological civilization. Uh, Ecological because it's not just about the human community. It is about our being enfolded in the entire community of creation. So that what blesses one, blesses the whole. And what harms one, harms The whole, this story of interbeing has a life that is implanted in us, I am convinced, and it is trying to be birthed in you. And contemplation is the way you and I can keep it alive because it's a presence. And you and I can visit that presence every day. It is an oasis where we can go in our contemplative life of going from chaotic bombardment of thoughts down through quietness to stillness, where we literally experience the presence of oneness, which is another way to talk about the story, the story of oneness as opposed to the story of separateness. It makes all the difference in the world to me. Whether I enter the world of my responsibilities and appointments, meetings, Zoom meetings, telephone calls. If I enter into it, having had the experience of oneness or intervening, as opposed to living out of my head where ego controls the story of separateness. And the story of interbeing, the story of wholeness, of oneness, the experience of that, there is no uh, ego gratification. (laughs) The gratification is a sweet experience of our all of all of us belonging to one another it's just a gift so what you do is you use your breath and you use your sacred word and every time during your prayer period if you use this version every time you get distracted to go into all the intricacies of an issue or a contest or an idea or a strategy or a plan, you ever so gently return to your sacred word and leave that idea. Now, sometimes those ideas just keep coming back again and again to claim and and to um, kind of seduce you, invite you into getting distracted onto them. And that's why I, I keep my journal with me. It's because sometimes I just need to open my eyes, make a note of what that idea is, or that theme, or that thing that I need to remember, and then close the journal and return ever so gently to my sacred word. That is a pattern for every day. When you get triggered, when you get overextended, when you're feeling yourself being coercive or judgmental, uh, wanting to take somebody to court instead of take somebody to the banquet of love, you simply, in your heart, return to your sacred word. Be still and know that I am God, or be still and know that I am love, or great is thy faithfulness, or love, or grace, or float, or whatever your sacred word is, has chosen you, you return to it. And over time, our brains really are plastic, plasticity, neural, neurological plasticity is the word. It changes and it evolves. Instead of being Teflon that sticks onto the negative, I mean, Velcro that sticks onto the negative, Your brain can be Teflon that allows the negative to slide off. As we close this fifth in five prayer videos, let us again breathe and meditate together for a minute. Blessings on your contemplative life of daily visiting the oasis of oneness, of grace, and be transformed into a walking oasis of oneness, interbeing, grace, and love. Blessings.